Well, today's been a wild Tuesday, Malcolm. That's mm-hmm. true. It's the trade deadline. Trade deadline. NFL trade deadline and also the deadline of Henry Ruggs playing career. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe I did have a cheap joke in there. <laughs> anyway, breaking this news, actually, I think it happened at like 3.39 a.m. Yeah. Henry Ruggs was drinking and driving, took somebody else's life. Never a good, good situation, so... Yeah, like we were saying, like I feel bad for the rugs, rugs in the extent that his career is over, but I don't feel like bad about what he did at all. Right, like he made the terrible decision, mm-hmm. and there's no other. I don't think there's any other way to put it. Yeah, like you feel bad that he made the mistake, but I guess in different news, Derrick Henry had successful foot surgery on his fifth metatarsal, which is, I should know which one that is. I think it's not the fourth one, but the fifth, the one right. <laughs> After or before it, I'm not sure. So he's on his way to recovery. Also, Jaden Kapla of the Baltimore Ravens had successful ACL surgery this morning. Um, so he's also on the road to recovery. We're all a little excited about that. Yeah, that'll be nice. He's been uh, locked up. Well, actually, he probably can't do much for a while still. But <laughs> yeah, he's still going to be on the couch. But before we get into the deadline, and before I forget again, the cocktail of the week. Yes. This is an interesting one. It is called... I think it's a bourbon peach cocktail or a peach bourbon. Either way you want to slice it. We got Maker's Mark, peach snobs, and orange juice. It's an interesting taste. Yeah. I was kind of intrigued when I found it. I don't want to say it's bad, and I also don't want to say it's good. I kind of like it. I'm uh, Just initial rating right now, I'm going to give it like a 6.2, I think. I think it's definitely... I think it's a sit-down... Sit down, drink. Oh, yeah. I'm not like drinking a bunch of this. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel like I'm 47 at a bar. Yeah, or just like looking out at the sunset off your dock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> off your dock. Yeah, I like that. I don't. Maybe smoking a cigar. A cigar would pair well with this. Yeah. Nice. Man, I might give it like a a seven flat. I kind of like it. Okay, but it, it feels heavy. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because it's what's all in it? Like orange juice. Yep, a lot of orange juice. Like a shot of bourbon and a half shot of peach snobs. Mm. So it kind of, I kind of like it. Yeah. But like one sip in, feeling four pounds heavier. (laughs) Like we mentioned earlier, it is in fact the trade deadline Tuesday. So we were hoping for some exciting news. But once again, the NFL trade deadline did not bring much news. I think I lost a lot of hope once, like early this morning, the Browns said that. Every offer they've gotten for Odell, mm-hmm. they they said it wasn't worth it to them, which kind of makes me. I wonder who offered it yeah. and like what they offered, because I feel like if if they got a third round pick, I'd be surprised if they didn't take it. Yeah, and I'm like I don't like we talked about Green Bay like mm-hmm. sending that out, and I feel like it made a lot of sense for them. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. I could understand if maybe it was a fourth or lower, yeah. not giving up Odell, but he's on the last year of his deal, I think. I'm not 100% sure about that. but oh, Well, we did have the, the Von Miller trade is a pretty yeah. big one. Yeah, okay. The, I was going to hint on that. It just didn't feel that great because like, if that happened at the deadline. Yeah, like today. That, yeah. <laughs> if that happened sometimes today, it would have been beautiful. Yeah, all the good trades already kind of happened this mm-hmm. year because like the Ertz one was. The Ertz was a big one. Yeah. Yeah, so the Rams traded their second and third round pick to the Broncos for 
good old Von Miller. But those that's more like a third and a fourth round pick. Yeah, and they just don't like drafting. I mean, what's the point of drafting? Yeah, what is what is the I point mean, of drafting? Hey, there's if you can get a good player for two picks, why not? Because I don't like. Are you gonna as a Rams fan? Would you argue it if you win the Super Bowl this year? No, like no shot. Yeah, even if he even if you you make it to the Super Bowl, yeah, and he's like kind of a part of it. I feel like you can't complain whatsoever. Yeah, that's a that's a scary uh, defensive line now. Yeah, Aaron Donald and Von Miller. You can't double double them both. You could. You could. (laughs) You're just gonna have to. You're gonna have to give up someone else, I guess. Mm -hmm. Very very true. So of course, Deshaun Watson did not get traded, which I guess it's not that big of a surprise. No, it depends on what happens off season. Off season, we could definitely see it. I mean, he could either end up in jail. Yep. Or on a different team. (laughs) A lot lot of possibilities for that. (laughs) That career. I don't know if you saw this, but I'm just seeing this now. The Rams have waived Deshaun Jackson after oh, failing to be to like trade him. So they they so were <laughs> sending out things, and people were like, "No, we don't want him." That's I've always been confused about those deals because like you can't even get a seventh round for him. Yeah, who doesn't want Deshaun Jackson at all? Yeah, I get, I mean actually, I get what you're saying, but then like you think of the Jaguars, they got a stupid coach. Yeah, Henry Ruggs. I mean, he's out for the year probably. I'm sure the Raiders might want to replace that. What is Deshaun Jackson's angle? Does he just like not like the locker room? He's on like a Super Bowl contending team. I was wondering the same thing. And you're going to be like, no, I want I want out. I want to go somewhere else. Why not just hang? If they win the Super Bowl and you get a ring, why not just hang out with them? He's 34. He's done. Like He's... I don't think anyone's signing him after this year. Yeah, and you get waived. Would he still get the ring, though? That's a big question. Oh, is it one of mm. those? I have no clue. I don't know how many games you actually have to play. Well, but, yeah, I think I, I think he's missing out. That that's done by him, unless there was like something going on in the locker room we don't know about. But. Yeah, I would con- completely agree with that. Um, any other big trades? Uh, nothing trade wise. The only other thing, the uh, the Rivers thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a little I, bit interesting. Do we think that's real? So. I, I, I came running upstairs and told Malcolm that apparently Philip Rivers' agent reached out to. The Saints. It says he'll listen if Saints want to call, which is basic. Like, why don't you just call them? I know. And if the Saints do it, I actually think they're so dumb. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense for them. How old is Rivers? 39. 39. Like mm-hmm. we talked about, uh, he didn't do anything significant last year. Yeah. Just roll with Taysom Hill or whatever this new guy's name is. Good old Trevor Simeon. Yeah, Simeon. Just roll with them. Have your off year because you guys... Not deserve it, but mm-hmm. you know, Jameis goes down. It it hurts you guys, but just deal with it. Oh yeah, can we talk about Jameis Winston for a second? <laughs> I've come to realize Jameis Winston is the best teammate in all of professional sports. Oh, probably hands down. When I saw that man dancing in the locker room on crutches an hour after tearing his ACL, I had flashbacks of Jaden at Oktoberfest. He was ready to go. <laughs> I mean, there is Halloween weekend. <laughs> so we had smoke all over the locker room. It looked like a, something out of a movie. It really did. It, I mean, it's just funny. I, I mean, he has still... How does he still have a good attitude after I that? Know. Like, I feel like so many players would be like, oh, yeah, my like, year's over. Yeah, I feel bad for the guy, but I'm glad it looks like he's still happy. Oh, Jameis, you can't stop that, man. One year, he's, still in, he's stealing lobster legs. <laughs> the next, he's dancing on one leg. <laughs> but if Philip River does go back to the Saints, not back, but... They would have to sign him for dirt cheap for me to even think that it was worth it. Mm-hmm. I still feel like 
especially with how he was playing last year. He lo- he looks like he th- he's throwing medicine balls. Yeah, he did. as he's throwing. I've never liked his form though, Mm-mm. but it still didn't look good. He's a good trash talker though. That is true. Which would be the opposite of Jameis, probably. True. Yeah. What was that one? Was it the ninety-yard touchdown? Ninety yards. Yeah, where he just gets hit and then stands up. Yard touchdown. Ninety. <laughs> that was that was beautiful. Before we get into the first game of the week, aside from it being the week of the backup quarterback, do you have any kind of reactions from last week's games? There's a couple, and I'll get into it more when we get to the the spread pick for it. Okay. But it's it's about Green Bay. I just have it like is Green Bay the best team? Yes. Well, they're one point uh, underdogs this week. I know. So, I, like, I'll talk about that more when we get there. You know, Brady and Herbert, I think, both had an off week. I think Belichick has, like, Herbert down for some reason, mm-hmm. defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just in, like, other news, it's just uh, unfortunate also about Ridley, like, not being able to. Oh, yeah. Don't really know what's going on there, but mm-hmm. hope the best for him and everything is just yeah. very unfortunate. It kind of. So, did he miss a week for personal reasons and then the next week? Was it stepped away? away? Was it by? Okay. And then I think the week after he just stepped away altogether. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think we'll ever know what's going on, but it is always unfortunate and you just hope the best for that player. I'm just getting into quick games last week. I guess we were all kind of surprised with the Packers Cardinals, just considering the Packers had nobody on offense. Yeah. And I don't even want to hear an excuse from like Arizona, like you just because you lost because you just didn't have mm-hmm. JJ Watt. No, yeah. Yeah, Rogers had, was thrown to nobody out there, <laughs> so it's way favored in Green Bay. I mean, the Randall Cobb trade's paying off now. Yeah, it definitely is. Titans was a little interesting. Yeah, Jets. Well, yeah, I want to save the Mike yeah. White for for Thursday night for first game of the yeah, week. Okay, yeah. Mike White. Oh man, the Lions came. Oh, that was a good. That, yeah, that was a bad one. Depending on what seat you're in, huh? Yeah. Dude, it's so wild. Like 44 to 6. Do you see Eagle stats, though? I did not. Hertz, they were, they Hertz weren't anything. Threw, Hertz threw for like just over 100 yards. He led rushing with 70. Like they didn't, they weren't like offensively like huge yeah. because their field position was just that like crazy. so good every single time. And, Wait, Goff, and Goff didn't even have a interception? No, he got How sacked you- so many times, though. Oh. I don't know if he fumbled, but he got sacked a lot, and we went for it on fourth a couple times, like how Gamble's been doing, but just an awful game. Since when has Gardner Minshew been on the Eagles? No, that that happened this offseason, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. No, that couldn't happen. When did he? Didn't that happen? That happened recently. Gardner, when did he get traded to the Eagles? I feel like I, when I saw his name pop up there, I thought it was a typo. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that is kind of weird. He only... Through 14 passes for 103 yards? Yeah. Like, that's interesting. Um, I don't... Oh, Saints over yeah. Buccaneers. That's Saints a, over Bucks. Brady just had off night or off day. Mm-hmm. And then... uh, Hey, look at look at that. Look at Jaden on an island with Chiefs hey, minus J- 10. We both called it. We just knew. <laughs> I've never been more confident in my life about a game. Giants covered. What was, was the spread on that? Do we... It was 10. It was 10? Yeah, it was pl- Giants plus 10. When it was like whatever, was it like 13 like or something like that? 13, 13 at like half. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're getting this. Oh, yeah. Easy money. I honestly thought they were going to win. For a little bit, it looked like it. We'll get that. Yeah, Chiefs talk needs to wait for their, I don't know how yeah. they're favored this week. All right. Well, getting into this week, Mike White, 
I believe on your piece of paper it says God. Yeah, it does say it. Dude. <laughs> okay, well, like, is it an overreaction, though? No. Well, because he's the first person since Cam Newton to throw 400 yards in their first NFL start. So I'm torn on this because I don't want it to be an overreaction. But there's no way it isn't right now. Yeah. And if you look, the thing is, is like, I'm very, he threw like 45 times mm-hmm. and he had eight incompletions, I think. Two interceptions of them. Yeah. Like he had a really good game. And, and you were telling me that the interceptions weren't like necessarily his fault either. For sure. One of them, I don't think was mm-hmm. the other one could, I think, be debatable, but I think both of them could have not happened. So I don't, I don't know. He, he looked good. He looked better was, than Zach Wilson. Yeah. And I mean, four oh five like passing yards is nuts any way you put it. But considering I think he had like an 85% completion. Yeah. That is what makes me think it's actually kind of. And he, and he caught a two-point conversion. Oh, yeah. He's got like, hands, too. If I don't know if he secures a starting job quite yet, mm-hmm. just with that one win. But if we say the next two weeks, they play... Uh, Colts this week. I think it's Bills the week after. Okay, which are really two tough games for him. Mm-hmm. But if he wins one Both of those good defenses, yeah. yeah. If he wins one of those, I mean, you have to you have to start him over Wilson. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's already kind of a question. I think at least it already in the back is. of your head. I think a lot of Jets fans though, like you can think about that question, but then you're like, we drafted Wilson second overall. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't bench this guy for Mike White fourth year in the NFL and has never gotten a start until now. Every like Mike White is the most generic name. Oh yeah. Of any human being ever. Yeah. And have you ever seen like look Oh yeah. Him. He makes Zach Wilson look like like a like a man. man. I know. I know. <laughs> but it's like he is the most plain person I've ever seen in my life and his name's Mike White. What what he went to Western, Western Kentucky? Kentucky? Kentucky boy, Kentucky yeah. proud. We like trust it. him. So speaking of all that, the first game of the week is Jets-Colts. Colts are 10.5-point favorites. I'm fully on the Mike White hype train, and I'm going Jets. I am also on the Jets. Jaden is with the Colts. Jaden only made two picks this week. so For you know, good reason. For good reason. Um, he did make sure to get the, the Ravens pick in there, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think, I think 10... Ten and a half makes makes it more interesting than if it was nine and a half, I might lean Colts, like in all honesty. But I think Mike White can could do it. And I think like I don't know. The the Colts I don't think are really that good. Wentz is mm-hmm. a very uh high risk, high reward player. That's a good that's a good way to describe <laughs> what Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think the Jets can certainly keep it keep it within ten. If they if Mike White wins this game. Mm-hmm. The starting question shouldn't be it. It shouldn't be a question. Not at all. And like, even if he goes out there and has a mediocre game. Yeah. I'm talking maybe 200 passing yards, no interceptions, maybe a touchdown or two. Yeah. And like a 65, just a normal game. Yeah. You follow that up. You I can't expect 500 yards out of this guy. No. And I do think the thing that's going to be different, if this game was in New York again, it would be a completely mm-hmm. different story. Because definitely that helped Mike White being it being at home True. with all that momentum. But we'll see how he does Thursday night, his first primetime start. Primetime, right. You know, only a few days after. So we'll see how his recovery yeah. team is. I hope the best for him. I'm really. Like, it would be I, awesome. I might pick him up in fantasy just to start him. 
Th- that would be smart. You know how funny it would be if he followed it up again and got you like 30 fantasy <laughs> points? People would be so mad. Yeah. It was Next good. game. It's good. It was good. Next game of the week, we got Texans, Dolphins. Gross. <sighs> we, we always get that one game a week. We talk about these bottom teams a lot. First off, Detroit doesn't ever get a bottom team matchup, which I am upset said about. True. Um, I think the the f- clear cut four bottom teams. I'll throw Detroit in there. Obviously, mm-hmm. Houston and Miami are in there, and then you you can't really take the Jets out of there yet, right? Mm. Or can you? Is it just Houston, Miami, and Detroit that's like all the way at the bottom? Or Jacksonville. Let's throw Jacksonville. The Jacksonville is definitely yeah. in there. Yeah. So those are the bottom four. And Jets is the fifth one. Yeah. Jets and like Atlanta are the next. But like these these two are are up yeah. there for the worst teams in the NFL. And it, yeah. So Dolphins are six and a half point favorites here. I think I'm going to stick with the Dolphins just because they're a home team. That's fair. Um, the Texans haven't done anything. I just think the Dolphins could be better than they are. And I don't think the Texans... Wait, is Tyrod back? That's what I was going to bring up. So I think Tyrod Tyrod is day-to-day still. Oh, no. And this is what sucks about us recording on Tuesdays, is like we don't get to know this stuff until later. Um, I totally... I was still in the Davis Mills mindset. So I'm going Houston, even without knowing the Tyrod stuff. Dang. I just think... I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to suck. And I'll just take seven points in a low-scoring game. Like uh, Miami could win like thirteen to ten, and yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. That is that is a fair reason to put behind it. I I'll stick Dolphins just because it was my gut, but I did totally forget about Tyrod. And if Tyrod plays, I feel like they probably win. Honestly, probably. And that's why I don't know. Maybe the line changes a little bit once Tyrod. If Tyrod mm-hmm. does a for sure start, Miami so, will probably still be favored though. Probably. Yeah, the line will definitely be. Yeah. But you know Rex Burkhead. Oh, he's man. a touchdown boy. He is. For the people at home listening, Spencer and I, we, we're in two fantasy leagues together. Mm-hmm. Every single time we go up against each other, Spencer's team decides that this is the week that they're going to show up. I could have the worst team. I could be 0-7 and play Malcolm for the first time. This, and I'm sorry to say, but it's a guaranteed win almost. This man started Rex Burkhead. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling good, going, good in. going into the week. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> Rex Burkhead. All of a sudden, I just see, I was like, there's a touchdown. I was like, you know, I still got Delvin Cook. You mm-hmm. had Adam Thielen. I was like, maybe they both get a touchdown. Yep. No, Delvin Cook just like 70 rushing yards, nothing else to it. I like it. It was bad. So, yeah, Spencer beats me in fantasy. It was a championship last year. Probably again this year. <laughs> Hopefully, if my team makes it to the championship, <laughs> I will be. Because the loser of our league has to create an OnlyFans account. So, Jules. Uh, she is in the bottom right now. She is. And it's not looking good for her. No. Is there one for the, we call it the Kentucky League? No. I don't think so. There should have been one. We should have had one in there. Uh, we also have Broncos Cowboys up next. Cowboys are home favorites and they're favored by nine and a half. I'm taking the boys. The boys. I am also with the boys here. Um, I think I have notes on this one. Yeah, I have like, this is a good, Denver's good defense mm-hmm. against a great offense. So like that side of the ball should mm-hmm. be interesting. Denver's offense doesn't impress me, though. Yeah. And Cowboys' defense has been impressive. Mm-hmm. Now, Diggs didn't get his interception this week, which is... Which is even more of a reason for him to get it... <laughs> get two this, this week. week. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking Dallas by over 10 for sure, I think. 
Honestly, I didn't even look at the spread of this game before I picked it. I just kind of have been rolling with the Cowboys each week. Yeah. And 10 kind of does bother me now. 10 is, 10's a lot. Especially, you lose Von Miller. Yeah. So, I, I just, like you kind of said, I don't think the Broncos offense can keep up with the Cowboys offense. No, I, I don't think there's a shot at it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe they stick with them in the first half. It might. It could be similar to uh, Detroit Green Bay earlier mm-hmm. this year, where Detroit was like in it in the first half. And we come come out in the second half, and Detroit didn't score at all. Yeah, yeah I could yeah. see that happening. Where like this game looks good at the start, and then Cowboys mm-hmm. just pull away. Detroit kind of Detroited. Yeah, <laughs> we do what yeah. we do. Hey, I mean they do it well. Consistency is key. And no one else. Next up, this one. This one's rough. This is an interesting one. Vikings at Ravens. And the Ravens are favored by five and a half here. I'll, I mean, I'll take the Ravens. Okay. Yeah, I went, I'd taken the Ravens, but I went back and forth a lot on this. This is the other game. Jaden obviously took the Ravens. Um, mm-hmm. Minnesota's the, I'll say the strangest team in the NFL. Yes. They, they can't figure out what they're doing out there. And they have good players. Yeah. Like, Dalvin Cook's probably, a, when fully healthy, probably a top five running back. Yep. Adam Thielen is... Thielen's up there for receivers. Yeah. Second best white receiver in the league. Ryan who? Cooper Cup. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean... I don't... Yeah, and you know, Baltimore's coming... They're coming off the loss from the Bengals, mm-hmm. but they're also coming off a bye week. They've had time to prepare for this game. Why'd uh, you put the loss in... No, I'm coming off. You mean absolutely destroyed? No, I'm saying like and I call, they're, no. they're coming off the, <laughs> yeah. the bye week. The bye week when they just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I mean, I and they're home coming off the mm-hmm. bye. I feel like this is... It's good for them and a win that they would they would need. And like a six-point victory is, I mean, kind of still close in my eyes, but I don't think it'd be out of the picture for Baltimore to do that. Yeah. So, give me old Lamar Jackson and the boys. Let's do it. What we got now? We got Patriots Panthers. Panthers are home underdogs here by four. It's, four. it's always funny how we have different lines. Well, this was made last night, I think. So oh, it's weird that it already changed. Vegas, Vegas is shaking in this. <laughs> so here's the thing. Patriots still have the best coach to ever do it. They just beat the Chargers. And the Panthers are terrible. McCaffrey might be back this week. Okay. But. Good for him. Yeah. If he can actually stay healthy. I'm still taking the Patriots. I'm also with the Patriots. I put that, you know, New England, it put like a dad or a coach quote. Mm-hmm. New England's going to continue to win with their defense. Uh, like that's like the most like thing that you can say. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. if you shut down, not shut down, they, they stopped Herbert. They beat him. Like they, they stopped yeah. Herbert. You're going up against Sam Darnold this week. Mm-hmm. Who. Oof, rough. Um, maybe six, seven turnovers this game. Yeah, like I don't know. I feel like there's just I don't know. I don't know how the Carolina offense succeeds in this mm-hmm. game in general. So yeah, I'll I, take New England minus four. Not like looking back on it, the trade for Darnold just makes less and less sense. Oh yeah, because he's never. I don't even. I would go as far as saying he's never really showed like true flashes it was just well the start of the season i guess and then that was just funny how how downhill it's gone for Mm -hmm. him though i think his i mean his main excuse was that 
um, he played for the Jets. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I'm bad. I played for the Jets. No, yeah. he's just bad. Yeah. Like, that's just what it is. And I honestly, I'm going to go out here and credit Ryan Tannehill for getting Sam Darnold out of that situation. Because I think people, like, kind of... So, Tannehill was under Gase, right? And then he goes to Tennessee, and he's the first year there, he looked phenomenal. Oh, yeah. So, I think people were like, oh... So it's a Jets It's thing. a Gase problem. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're like, Sam Darnold should be even better than Tannehill. So he's going to be even better once he gets out of... And I think the good old Panthers fully believed. True. But they suck. <laughs> and he sucks. Yep. Bills Jaguars. Big game. Huge game. Jags are actually home underdogs here. Pretty surprising in my opinion. <laughs> By 14 and a half. The line since moved. 14 and a half. A half. Went up half a point. What are all these lines doing? If you ever, if there's ever a game to smash, it'd be this one. It'd be this one. I think, isn't it in like all of Buffalo's matchups against these terrible teams? Mm-hmm. They've won by substantial, like double digit amounts. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville but, is nothing new. But just realize the this. Manning curse. The Manning curse. First we have the Madden curse. Now we have the Manning curse. We do have that. It'll actually be hilarious if they if Josh Allen loses to to Jacksonville. The Manning oh, curse is real. It's all all hundred percent. Believe it. And I expect no one else to go on that show for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. It's it would be. I actually kind of want it to happen. It would be so funny. I'm still. That, I that kind of wants me to take the. Kind of want to take the Jags now, but I got to stick with the Bills. <laughs> It, if it happens, we we'll, we can say that we said it. Yeah, yeah. So we called it. Yeah. But how many is it? Like three in a row were the following week that it quarterback is four. Four. I'm taking Bills here. Josh Allen is. It's a pretty easy take. Pretty easy take. Um, I feel like this next one's easy too. Browns versus Bengals. Bengals are home, and they are favored by two and a half. I am rolling with my personal hometown team. Of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I'm also with the Bengals here. Uh, I feel like people are just, I mean, rightfully so, overreacting to the Jets' loss. Mm-hmm. They still put up 31 points. Their offense yes. still looked good. Like, that's that's what yeah. their staple is in general is their offense, I think. Well, now their defense is okay. But mm-hmm. Cleveland is just still banged up. They still, they're not 100%. And I feel like, the, I feel like there has to be some sort of controversy going on in their locker room. A little, I mean, you can't be, you can't have LeBron James tweeting out free Odell. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's a Bears, he, I think he's a Browns fan. Actually? Well, like, he's from Akron, Ohio, right? True. So, so he probably is. Like, I don't know, like. That just I, can't be good. It can't be good. And, I mean, Baker, I guess. No, Baker didn't look fine. They lost to the Steelers. Yeah. Um, they couldn't, they put up only 10 points. And it's not, but I just don't, the, the one thing I don't understand we got to talk about Odell's dad who tweeted out the video. Oh, yeah. Highlights. Low, people low are kind of... <laughs> I guess they are the lowlights. I don't know. There might be no lights, I guess. Oh, I'm getting fancy over here. <laughs> I think we've all kind of shitted on Odell for too long. He's still Odell Beckham. He might not be 24-year-old Odell making one-handed catches. Yeah. But he's only 28. He's not old. He's and a good receiver. Like I told you earlier, the two... From those low lights, there were two of him down the sideline wide open. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Tom Brady's hitting that. Aaron Rodgers is hitting that. Most quarterbacks are hitting that. Mike, Every White. Quor- <laughs> Mike White is 100% hitting that. 
So I think I said this a couple weeks ago. Baker Mayfield's the problem. It's just hard to cut away from a guy who your franchise was terrible for 20 years and went through like 25 quarterbacks in 20 years. Yeah. And you finally get one who starts winning. So I think as a fan base and a team, it's hard to be like, oh, I the rest like of our teams. You good. just get rid of Odell. Get rid of Odell. If you're that stuck on Baker, just yeah. get rid of Odell and call it called it called a season mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't so, know. I, I wish that happened. I was hoping for it, but yeah, I want to. I'm assuming the, the Packers sent something that way. I wonder what it was. So, and if we'll ever find out. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess next up we got Falcons Saints. Nolans, Nolans, where Zion is very fat. <laughs> He's like 300 pounds. Wasn't supposed to be mean or anything. I know that was kind of random, but <laughs> come on, buddy. I guess we gotta hurry up a little bit. <clears throat> My bad. Saints are uh, favored by six here. This is a weird I don't one. Know who to, yeah, with I'm gonna take Falcons. Okay, I uh, like Matty Ice. That's fair. And I went back and there's another game. I went back and forth and a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely depends on uh, Taysom or not. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of questions surrounding this game. New Orleans is home. I don't know. I get. Yeah. I do. I kind of do think the Saints will probably win, but considering like Jameis is out, you know that you said that. I I was originally with Atlanta, but mm-hmm. we'll just be opposites, so and then one of us gets it right this week. True, true. Raiders at Giants. Giants are plus three, so we got home underdogs. I'm rolling with the Raiders simply because I think the Raiders are good. <laughs> I just don't yeah. think the Giants are. Yeah. Um. Part of me wants to lean with New York. I don't know how much the Ruggs news is going to affect anyone in the locker room or anything mm-hmm. like that. Because, um, I mean, he wasn't... He was a good receiver and everything, but I still... He I wasn't a staple to the team. Yeah, yeah it so. wasn't like Derek Carr or something like that, mm-hmm. or like your head coach. They did fine post their head coach news, so I'll, I'll go with I'll go yeah. with the Raiders. This is just like a brush of the show. No, <laughs> no I mean, it kind of is. I was going to say, this locker room is battle-tested. Yeah, they're they're definitely getting stronger, so I'll go with the Raiders as well, but... You know what? Maybe Daniel Jones can prove me wrong. They, yeah, they got, you know, they had a coach that was all of the above. And then vehicular manslaughter. I mean, they're going to keep rolling. Yeah. It's going to take a lot to stop this team. So they're going to band together and beat the Giants by more than three. The first uh, game of the afternoon slate, we have Chargers-Eagles. Eagles are plus one here. Plus one now? Yes. Oh my. Okay, so I already have a rant about this. Is when the bad, yeah, the bad spread picks start. Uh, uh, yeah, the honestly, from the afternoon slate to Monday night, the spread picks are kind of terrible. Oh my, it's so bad. How are you? Okay, Philadelphia beat Detroit, the zero and eight Detroit. Mm-hmm. So or zero and seven at the time. Doesn't matter. You're not a good team because you beat the winless team mm-hmm. in the NFL by forty points. And we kind of talked about it, like their offense, it wasn't that great. No, their offense wasn't good. It, I mean, it, they scored, mm-hmm. and they had a, a fumble six. But I'll no take, one had over 100 yards? No. Like not even their quarterback. Well, kinda, 103. Yeah, man, man, that don't count. <laughs> I'll take the Chargers minus one by a lot. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers as well. It's That's terrible. And then it gets worse. It does. Um, Real quick, before we get to the next one, I also had uh, Jalen Hurts in my fantasy lineup. It was his worst performing week. And they scored 44 points. Yeah. He got me 11 fantasy points, and they scored 44 points. That wouldn't make any sense. And then you got Boston's... Hey, you want to hear something else? Jaden and I threw on like the little fantasy TV show when we were mm-hmm. waiting for Red Zone. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, you know, Boston's got 
he's probably going to have a good a good week. He's only rostered in like three percent of fantasy leagues. Jay and I are ripping this guy apart. We're like, why are you talking about certain Boston Scott just because they're playing Detroit? Goes on has two touchdowns. We're like, all right, so I guess that guy knows who he's talking about. <laughs> you know what I want? I need a Boston Scott Mike White backfield. Oh, White hands it off to Scott. <laughs> I mean, just those names are just. Yeah, let's get on to the next bad line. Mm-mm. Packers at Chiefs. Chiefs are favored here by one. This is, it's ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying, okay, you and Jaden have been out on the Chiefs for a while now. I have not been. I'm yeah. still kind of on the, they're the Chiefs. Yeah. I just want to say real quick, Patrick Mahomes, he's not having as good of a year as he typically does, but the Chiefs as a whole have been terrible, and it's not Patrick Mahomes' fault. Yeah, this game is probably, well, it has a chance of being a shootout in the mm-hmm. sense of like two like lower level defenses going mm-hmm. up against um, pretty high caliber quarterbacks. But the person who's more prone to making a mistake this season or any most seasons is mm-hmm. Mahomes. Yes. And Rodgers will make you pay if you throw an interception. Yeah. So I, I think Green Bay just outright wins this game. Maybe Vegas knows something I don't know, but mm-hmm. Adams still has to be two negative tests away from coming back. I can play for him. But but they for sure get Lazard back and I think MVS is for sure coming back this yeah. week. So like that's still two two of them better than whoever they had this last mm-hmm. week. I was I was yeah, I was just surprised to see the Chiefs favorite here. I think it's pretty it's pretty bad. Yeah. Now uh, the Chiefs go out and like they're going to yeah. yeah, probably. They're gonna, whatever. They're going to from this game on they're going to be like the Chiefs we've been used to and they're going to like make their Super Bowl run and whatnot. Yeah. Anyways, Cardinals 49ers. 49ers are plus one here at home. I'm taking the Cardinals. I think. I mean, why are all these lines changing? What did it change from? It was two and a half before. It doesn't change my pick. But yeah. Makes it easier. I just don't get like how. I mean, I know the Cardinals just lost their first game and whatnot, but I don't care. I'm assuming the only debate is like divisional game and their away divisional game. But you give me a point. I'm taking the team that's seven and one over the team that hasn't been great. Yeah, and the 49ers don't look that good. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Jimmy G or Trey Lance behind it, like both offenses look pretty the same to me. Yeah, I think Arizona is coming out mad in general, and they're going to want to win this. Like they really want to win this game. I would take Arizona probably plus five or minus five here. Probably. I don't think it's going to be close. No, I don't think it is either. And I, I don't know. Those three lines in a row are pretty bad. That's going to set up for a good parlay. All right, <laughs> Titans, Rams. Rams are home favorites here at seven and a half. I'm taking the Rams. Rams are going to ram. <laughs> Titans are not going to ram because they don't have Derrick Henry. Yeah, but they do have a former Lion. Ex-Lion. Ex-Child. Be- I mean, oh, we'll skip over that one. <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Yes. Um, I'm also with the Rams. Yeah. It, it seems... It seems pretty obvious. Derrick mm-hmm. Henry's there. I'd have to think about it, obviously. But even then, the Rams have a leg up on the, on Tennessee, yeah. I think, in most. Home game. I mean, and they just of... got better. Like Yeah, and Von Miller. So, like, even if it was Derrick Henry going up against this defense, it's Derrick Henry going up against Aaron Donald and Von Miller now. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, can you imagine if you line them up on the same side? Yeah, if like, you were an offensive tackle and you looked up and you saw Aaron Donald <laughs> and then Von Miller right behind him, what are you gonna do? I just shit myself. Like I don't know what you're gonna do. I I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah. And then the Monday night game, gross. Mm. 
Bears at Steelers. Steelers are favored seven or six and a half here. I'm taking the Steelers. I don't, I, I don't really have a reason. I am as well. Um, Nagy's going to be back, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. um, which is a pretty big one. Um, this is, Tomlin is the closest, the closest to second, like to greatest of all time behind Belichick. Yeah. Tomlin has made a team, a roster that does not look like it should succeed, mm-hmm. be plus 500 right now, and has a shot at ending the season at that. If they win this game, their next two games are Chicago and Detroit. Yeah. Or no, Chicago, then they have Detroit. So like those two games so for him, two wins, yeah. yeah, should be two wins. Um, That's a good point. So uh, Tomlin is a great coach and can definitely out coach Nagy. I don't think we see the same Justin Fields we just saw this last week. No. And he didn't even have like that great of a game. No, he just, it kind of just looked like he was like trying to do his own thing for the first time, which Nagy hasn't let him do. Which honestly is probably how it should be. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I kind of don't think this game is going to be close. I would maybe take it if it was like 20 points. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. Steelers Steelers easy. What's, uh, what's your lock? I was gonna. I was just gonna ask. Um, my lock is going to be. I'm honestly probably fine taking any one of three of these locks. Yeah, I I wanted to go kind of for the like the noon slate, not the afternoon slate, because okay. they're much more interesting. That's fair. We did we did better, more funny locks last week, and we hit them. I didn't hit mine. I don't think. I, I did the Giants as my lock. Didn't you I? hit yours? That's I, I so did Detroit funny. as my lock as a joke. Oh yeah. So. Well, Detroit this week might wait. They're on a bye, aren't they? They're a bye. Mm. Yeah. Might be <laughs> the best. Might be the best week. Might be the best week as a fan. We don't lose. They they can't lose. Could get my lock out of the way and just pick Mike White. I'll do it. I'll do Mike White. Why not? I'm gonna do my lock as Patriots over Panthers. Okay. So you got Mike White, and then I guess before we go real quick, half like what are our totals for the year? Like our overall oh. records. Yeah. We so were looking at those earlier. They we were looking at these. No, they're they're. Uh, I think they're fine. Um, so Spencer missed week one. So like, if you do math, which probably no one is, but Spencer's mm-hmm. fifty-seven for forty-seven, I believe now, after a slight recount. Um, I'm fifty-six and sixty-four, and mm-hmm. Jaden is fifty-eight and sixty-two. Um, Jaden has had started off with like three consecutive nine and mm-hmm. seven weeks, and has since been fluctuating from good and bad weeks. Yeah. I've been. Had multiple weeks where I went right down the middle and then a few weeks or one week where I was above and a couple where I was below. Mm-hmm. You've had the most improvement. I, since week three, I have not gone below 500. Yes. So you start like nine and seven, which is just like the one above and mm-hmm. then 10 and five, eight and six, nine and three, and then nine and six this past week. Yeah. I think I've actually been kind of surprised. It's been uh, going pretty well for you. The first two weeks, I probably tried the hardest. <laughs> so you just said, you know, I'm not trying. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying. So if take those two weeks away, I'm like almost 800. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you calculate that, but yeah, am I a math out? guy to do that? I know you are a math guy. True. All right. Uh oh, Aaron Rodgers still sending out more Bitcoin. Good for him. I gotta go meet with some parents. All right, go talk to those parents. Yeah, well, it's gonna be fun. So once again, I am back. Kind of another two-part episode as I did not, I was not able to record the college segment yesterday. But I'm kind of glad I didn't because a few, I'd say breaking news items have since come out um, involving the college football playoff committee, involving Aaron Rodgers, 
the Green Bay Packers, and of course Henry Ruggs. I'll start with Ruggs. It has just came out that Henry Ruggs was driving at 156 miles an hour seconds before he hit the lady, and his airbags went off somewhere around 130 miles an hour. And he also blew double the limit of his breathalyzer. You know, the Las Vegas Raiders released him, um, didn't really wait for the trial, probably because they saw some evidence that we have not seen yet, and I would assume that means it's damning. So, you know, prayers go out to both of them. You you don't feel sorry for Ruggs because he took a life in the mistake he made, but you, you still feel sorry for somebody when something that unfortunate unfolds, you know. Thoughts go out to all those involved. Uh, all I'll say to that is just don't drink and drive. It's that simple. Now for the Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers stuff. Aaron Rodgers has been ruled out for the upcoming game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, me and Malcolm yesterday were discussing, and we both said, you got to hammer this line. Chiefs were favored by one, I believe. Um, we're You just got to hammer it. You know, there's... Why is my Wi-Fi... My Wi-Fi never works when I go to try to... See, yeah, me and Malcolm said, hey, you got to get on. You got to hammer this. But now... But now it's looking like Jordan Love will be taking over as the Packers quarterback sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because Ian Rappaport is reporting that Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated. That is why he's ruled out for Saturdays, for Sundays, for Sunday's game against the Chiefs. Now, here's the thing. So, so a lot of things are going to unfold from this because he's unvaccinated, so he's going to get bash, backlash for that. But what's more interesting is he was at a Halloween party. There's videos of it. Of course, he was the John Wick. All of that was out. Now, if you're an unvaccinated NFL player, you have to be following certain protocols. Clearly, he wasn't at this Halloween party. So, Malcolm, NFL insider Malcolm Jerks just reached out to me and said that it could be a, it could lead to a suspension, which I would be very shocked, honestly, if the NFL did suspend Aaron Rodgers or a player of that status. But they might also hate him. So, it'll be. That'll be interesting, considering it came from a Halloween party, and he clearly wasn't following the protocols. But what's even more interesting is apparently before the season, he asked the league if he would be considered vaccinated, if he would be considered vaccinated because of personal alternative methods or something like that. So, I'm not sure. Um, Hopefully he is vaccinated. I think there's a lot of misinformation about this going around right now. It is interesting to see. He told people he was vaccinated, so if he's not, I mean, he was lying about that, which is never good. People are here, like, here's a tweet. It says, not being vaccinated may be unwise, personal choice, but lying or misleading others about your vaccination status, status is much more concerning. So, like, me and Malcolm always joke, and Jaden, that the huge breaking news always breaks midweek, hours, or within the day of recording the podcast. So I wanted to get back on here, discuss that. Rogers will be out. Let me know what you think about that. It's kind of, I don't know, it bums me out being a Packers fan. But hey, we get our first look at Jordan Love. Might be interesting. So now I'll transition into the college football. The college football segment, we are, so yeah, now I'll transition into the college football segment. Now it's exciting because, as I mentioned earlier, for the first time this year, week 10, the college football playoff committee has dropped their top 25 rankings. 
which means we get a first look at all the, like the true, like the AP poll and the coaches poll don't really matter. And this is after nine weeks of football, they release their first one. And then every week after this, their top four reads, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, Oregon. Once again, Georgia, Alabama, once again, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, Oregon, in that order. Now, this is interesting to me. One team that is missing, that I think they should face a lot of backlash for, Cincinnati. Now, of course, Cincinnati is undefeated at 8-0. Cincinnati came in at 6, Ohio State at 5, so Cincinnati's two spots out of the top four. And one loss, Oregon. One loss, Ohio State. Got put over both of them. Michigan State, undefeated Big Ten team, got put over them, and a one-loss Alabama team, a team that lost to Texas A&M, who was ranked 14th, got put in at two over them. Now, I'm not saying that Cincinnati is better than any of these teams, but what's the point of playing these games if we're not going to, if Alabama can go lose to Texas A&M, what's the point of Alabama playing these games if we're just going to stick them at two? Because we're saying at the end of the year, Alabama is the second best team. Now I don't. Alabama might be the second best team in college football, but what's the point of playing the games if we're going to have Cincinnati undefeated with a ranked win against Notre Dame, the sixth with a ranked win against Notre Dame, and we're going to put them at six? What's the point of playing the games if Oregon, Ohio State, and Alabama, all with one loss, are going to be put above Cincinnati? makes absolutely no sense to me like what does the committee favor here i know they favor head-to-head matchups because that's evident with oregon being over ohio state even though ohio state has looked way better than oregon the last couple weeks that's also evident with mississippi state being 17 after they just beat kentucky and kentucky being 18 however well it's also evident with wisconsin coming in at 21 shocking and iowa at 22 but i just don't understand what the point of playing the games are if we're going to have Cincinnati at six, Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State all above them with one loss. It's not like Cincinnati has played terrible teams. I mean, Alabama lost to Texas A&M, who's 14. Cincinnati beat Notre Dame, who's 10. And I know they always talk about strength of record, strength of schedule. Okay. If we look at, if we look at that, strength of record for Alabama is five. Strength of record for Cincinnati, six. So that's even. You can't, you can't be more even than that. So I'm putting the, the undefeated team over that team any day of the week. And people are like, well, Alabama or Cincinnati hasn't had those style points that the committee's looking for. Style points is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. A win's a win. Alabama struggled with Tennessee, lost to Texas A&M. Cincinnati? Cincinnati may have played some close games, but they found out a way to win, plus beat Notre Dame on the road. Give me Cincinnati at two. I personally think now, I'm not saying this is an easy job. It's tough. I personally think Georgia, Georgia's clear and above number one for everyone. I personally think if it was me doing these rankings, I would have Georgia one, Cincinnati two. I don't think Michigan State's the third best team in the country, but I might have Michigan State third because they just beat Michigan and they're undefeated. Because So I would put them over Oregon and Ohio State. Now, another super interesting thing about this, Oklahoma... They put it eight. Oklahoma's undefeated, but their best win is like Kansas State. They've not really played anybody, and they have struggled. Wake Forest, also an undefeated team out of the ACC, coming in at nine. I'll just read the top ten for you real quick. 
Georgia 1, Alabama 2, Michigan State 3, Oregon 4, Ohio State 5, 6 is Cincinnati, 7 Michigan, 8 Oklahoma, 9 Wake Forest, 10 Notre Dame. Now, if I was on this committee, this would be my top 10. Georgia 1, Cincinnati 2, Michigan State 3. I might have to put, I personally don't like Alabama, so I'm not going to put them. I'll put, okay, Georgia 1, Cincinnati 2, Michigan State 3, Alabama 4, Ohio State 5, Oregon 6, Wake Forest 7, Oklahoma 8, Michigan 9, Notre Dame 10. That would be my top 10. I just don't see how any way we can have teams like Michigan State and Cincinnati who are undefeated plus have top 10 wins. I don't see how we put Alabama ahead of them. I don't see how we put Alabama ahead of that. It's very interesting. Very, very interesting. We also got Fresno State coming in at 23. Oklahoma State checked in at 11. I think they're overrated. Baylor at 12. Baylor's pretty good. My boys back home are a little disappointed in Kentucky. As I mentioned earlier, they lost to Mississippi State. If Kentucky beat Mississippi State, they'd be a one-loss SEC team, and they'd probably be top 10 right now. So very interesting there at Kentucky, but I hinted at it earlier, and it makes me oh so happy. Your Wisconsin Badgers checked in at 21. Now in the AP and coaches poll, Wisconsin was non-existent. They were just hovering down there at the receiving votes. They didn't get enough votes to get put in the poll. You ain't got to worry about that no more. Wisconsin, 21, top 25 team. Now people are like, Wisconsin sucked this year. I've discussed almost every single episode. We haven't, we clearly haven't been great. But our losses this year, Michigan, who's seven. Notre Dame, who's 10. That's two top, that's two top 10 teams. Our other loss was Penn State, first game of the year. Penn State isn't even ranked in here, which kind of surprised me that Wisconsin would be, and Penn State's not, considering we have the same record and they beat us. You, could, you can't find a team who has three better losses than Wisconsin. Wisconsin's wins include, I mean, our, our only good win is Iowa, but Iowa, we beat Iowa as a top 10 team who was ranked last, last week as a top 10 team. So... I don't think it's necessarily a wild thing to have Wisconsin ranked. The way we've played in our resume doesn't scream top 25, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Most certainly I'll take it. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll just get into the some Wisconsin news. You know, we uh, like I just mentioned, we did beat Iowa, and it was a good game. We actually manhandled Iowa. Absolutely destroyed them. Let me, let me, let me pull this up. So Wisconsin came out and beat Iowa 27-7. to like I said, Iowa was a top 10 team. And Wisconsin just, I mean, it was never in question. Never, ever in question. So it was kind of your first first taste of like what Wisconsin should be and could be this year. Like, because obviously the last games just haven't been. We forced turnovers, which we've played great defense, second-ranked defense in the country, but we just, for some reason, weren't able to get the the turnovers to fall our way. And we had Graham Mertz, who started the game 9 for 10 and 100 yards. It was beautiful. It was like, it was the, the first half of Graham Mertz was like everything everyone always thought Mertz would be. Better than a game manager, kind of slinging 9 for 10, 9 for 11, 100 yards, efficient. Maybe not crazy, but efficient in a touchdown. And then the second half came, and I believe in the second half he went like 2 for 10. Finished for 11 for 22 with 104 yards and a touchdown. So the first half, he has a 90% completion percentage. Second half, he has like a 10. 
and it falls to a 50. Frustrating, but like I said, the potential's there. It always has been. But for some reason, our offense can't unlock it. I think it's the coaching. Braylon Allen, Ches Malusi. Now, Ches Malusi struggled on the ground. He had 19 carries for 48 yards, which is good for an average of two and a half yards. Not great. I'm not too sure why he struggled because Braylon Allen, I think, is probably the better back, but still young. I mean, he's a 17-year-old college player. That's, that's just insane in its own right. He had 20 carries for 104 yards, which is good for 5.2 yards a carry. If you have more than five yards a carry, pretty damn good day. If you're at like four, I'd say that's okay, probably average. If you're below four, you're struggling. So Malusi clearly struggled. Um, I still like Malusi as the starter. Braylon Allen is the backup, but I don't mind seeing Braylon Allen get 20, 20 plus carries. I think I, I think I mentioned last episode, I did a breakdown of what I wanted to see. It includes Mertz throwing 30 times, Braylon Allen getting 23 carries, Ches Malusi getting 15. So Mertz had 22 attempts. Braylon had 20 carries, so he was three shy there. Mertz was eight shy of his passing attempts, and Malusi had a few more carries than I like to see. But hey, we won. We beat a top 10 team. Feels good. Back-to-back wins over ranked opponents. Of course, Purdue was 25, but that probably wasn't too accurate. Yeah, it was just good to see all the way around. Um, Wisconsin Volleyball, unfortunately lost to Purdue. Three sets to one. Um, that was a little frustrating because Wisconsin is the better volleyball team, but clearly just an off night. It happens. Anyone who played sports before know it happens. If two people have an off night, it can affect the whole team. Um, just a quick shout out to my good friend, Hallie Shelton. She, uh, we've talked about her plenty of times on the podcast. She plays volleyball for Western Kentucky. Um, it was her senior night last Friday. Uh, I, I wish I could have made it. I would have done a lot to be there, but it just, being so far away, it didn't work out. They won the game, so that's all you can ask for. She actually is the program record holder for most appearances in a game. So she's just been, ever since she stepped foot on campus as a freshman, she's been playing. It's pretty damn cool. She's two two aces away from being second all-time in the program for aces. Um, and I think she's like 20 away from being the actual like solo record holder it'd be pretty damn hard to get i think they have i mean we're getting in a tournament play so they might have eight matches at the most left so it'd be pretty hard to you know, pump out 20 aces in there but hey if you get on a roll you get on a roll and it'd be fun to see so that might wrap it up i know last episode i said i would do something about college conferences that's not going to happen because i have not been spending my time too well I've been pretty unorganized, rushing around, not getting stuff done. But next week, I'll have that prepared. Next week, I'll have some actual good good cocktail we throw together. If you have any cocktail suggestions, put them down in the comments. Um, I think we're going to start calling, choosing random ones to try out live on air. Uh, it'll be fun. Just drop your favorite ones. Don't give me goofy ones. I want like legit cocktails, but I, I'm down to try anything. I like all alcohol. But yeah, favorite uh, cocktails, put them down in the comments below, and maybe we'll shout you out on air. Uh, as always, on Wisconsin, let's get it jumping. Let's finish strong. We're in the driver's seat of the West. And thanks again for watching another episode of Cocktail Wieners.